This week on the Straight Talk and Mental Health Podcast, we're asking, can men and women be friends? Ashling shares some of her experience. And I discuss the business side of actually being a psychotherapist. You can have a male friend that's straight. And uh, the majority of the time, it's going to come out that they want something else. And she had the experience of never, ever being able to have uh, a straight male friend. Mm. Because they always ended up asking on it. Yeah. I think they can. 100% men and women can be friends. Mm. But I think where there's a physical attraction. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, yeah, I think I think mm. it's skewed then. And the problem with being a therapist is it's very hard to separate being a caregiver and a You're very welcome to the Straight Talking Mental Health Podcast. If you're one of the pervs, if you're one of the STMH stalkers, check us out on YouTube. It's a brand new setup. Unfortunately, not that she knows it, but we don't get product placements. We're not sponsored by Lucashead, but Ashling is. She's given free free advertising to Lucashead there, maybe in the hopes of one day getting that lucrative sponsorship deal. If you don't know Ashling, she's the one with the blue light on her microphone. I'm the one with the... No, you're the one with the pink light. On your microphone. I'm the one with the blue light on my microphone. That's how you'd be able to tell the difference between us. My name is Alan Clark. I'm a psychotherapist with a degree in counseling and psychotherapy, and a master's in child and adolescent psychotherapy. If this is your first time checking out the Straight Talking Mental Health podcast, my co partner, co host, partner in life, partner in podcast, Ashling Baylor. You didn't do crime again. Partner in crime. I'm not trying to get fucking arrested. You're the worst fucking criminal ever. You don't go around. That's not what you said last night. <laughs> and she's off. Sorry. It only took well, in less than a minute. Less than a minute. So she, she's off already. <laughs> that is the fucking alley cat that is. Alley cat Ashling. There we go. <laughs> We've got a fucking nickname. I thought I was called Piglet. <laughs> I'm going to leave it as that. You, know, you don't elaborate, no? no? <laughs> she gets all fucking cocky until she has to explain stuff. So, that is Ashling Mailer, my partner in podcast, partner in life, not in crime. She's just looking for the handcuffs to be put on her. That's all that's wrong with her. Um, we've got a new setup. We're upstairs. Up, upstairs. We've converted. We're into the studio. We're now calling it the studio. It's going to change. And it's going to change because if you're checking us out on YouTube, it was a fucking entirely different setup this morning mm-hmm. when Ashling came here. And she's like, oh, let's let's just try it this way. All right. Apart from the... the I was the, right, though. I've spent the last three weeks. Yeah, but it all had to be done today then. Mm. So there was a lot of stuff that couldn't be done because you weren't here. You are here now, and it could only be done with, with the two-person setup. So if you're checking us out on YouTube, this is a new setup. Let us know what you think. There will be a few changes. This will definitely have to be painted. I've got all my books. Well, it's all my books. Some of my books. Uh, Most of them aren't colour in books. No, no, not many of them not not coloured in. Let's hide the crayons. <laughs> <laughs> Have a look, ah, oh, fucking hang on, I need to change it because it's already Richard Pryor's upside down. I can't leave Richie upside down. Oh, yeah, give him pride a place there because he did him. We did him dirty. That could be a thing. We could stick a book in the background every week. Mm. Give people go, oh, what's that book? That's a book I recommend. Uh, Richard Pryor, Prior Convictions. But this is the Straight Talk of Mental Health podcast. This is our checking episode. So this is where we straight talk our mental health. 
mental health has been fucking good trying to get this set up. It is currently ten past nine, Saturday night. Again, Saturday night. What else would you be doing? Mm-hmm. Food babies. We're stuffed. Um, but we're going. And we're going to have a special guest later on joining us. James is here. Mm-hmm. He's been eagerly waiting. We said he could jump on because um, he was being babysat by the PlayStation there for a little while today while we were setting this up. So mm-hmm. he's going to come on and we we'll, I don't know, we might get two words over. We might not. Probably won't. <laughs> no one, James. I think Depend, will. Depends what kind of mood we can get him on. So mm-hmm. uh, James is going to come on. He's going to give us maybe a smile or a while, whatever we can get out of him then later on. What do we need to do? We said what the podcast is. Oh, do you know, we, we only added it in last week. Our, our, our new tagline, which I think is very appropriate. Mm. The small podcast that makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. I think that's appropriate. You're smiling. You know, like it. Oh, no, it's grand. Yeah, no, it's fine. Grand. <laughs> fine. Oh, for fuck's sake. Like, that's like, oh, what's your friend like? You know, oh, no, I've, re- I've, really got, I've got a lovely friend that you can meet. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, where are they like? She's grand. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking be still my beating heart. Like, it's fine. Like, it's all right. It's a job. Like, look, it's a Friday night. You're pro- she puts out, you're probably going to get the ride. All right, fair <laughs> enough. Like, <laughs> we're looking for a little bit more of going, yeah, actually, I think that's really, well, really befitting. Beat, it doesn't like beat beans, means what's the what's, what's beans, the means Heinz. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that's something we're just trying out. It's a small podcast that makes a big difference. Yeah. yeah. Bit like me, I'm not small, am I? Only in volume. <laughs> you have to get your own fucking microphone. <laughs> you can barely pick up on you when we're working off the same mic. So we've got new microphones. We've got the setup. We got the lighting. Things will change. We're figuring it out. Um, so it looks similar next week, but maybe a little bit different. But let's let's see what that has to bring. But in the meantime, Ashling, social media. Social media. Where this is your bit. Us? This is this is your bit where. All the rest of it, you sit back, look pretty, throw in a sexual innuendo here and there. But this is this is your job now. Thank you. I appreciate it. Go for it. Okay. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Very good. Five mm-hmm. points. Ding, ding. Username. Oh, didn't even <laughs> need to be prompted there, are I? At, getting all professional. At STMH podcast. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube. Uh, click on the search bar, and that is um, Straight Talk and Mental Health. Uh, and you can also email us at uh, hello at stmhpodcast.com. I'm not hungover this week. Not, well, <laughs> sorry, I'm drunk. I'm drunk. <laughs> what have I forgotten? I did the email. Yeah, yeah you did the email www.stmhpodcast.com I give you 90% 90 over 100 You're so strict You needed a prompt You were fucking flying though You got a bit cocky That's what was wrong with you You got a bit cocky Yeah So if you haven't already Please do check us out on YouTube You can click the like Subscribe All of that The reason why we can't give you STMH Podcast on YouTube As you know by now folks If you want us to fucking shut up about it Just subscribe because when we get to the 100, we're not going to ask you again. Like You can just subscribe again. But when we get to 100 subscribers, that's when we can give you the uh, username for the YouTube channel. But in the meantime, now you have to go straight talk on mental health. And that's where you can check out our 11, mm-hmm. 11, 11 previous videos. Mm-hmm. This is our 12. We're going all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're looking the part. Hopefully, this is going to look the part. We've got the lighting. Again, we might need to adjust a little few things when this works back. Um, but I can tell you now, if this doesn't work, 
I can't fuck it out the window. There's no window up here. No. <laughs> Something will be getting fucked out the window. <laughs> Probably <Right>. you. <laughs> Major source of stress in my Rude. life. <laughs> Uh, so check us out on all the social media folks a like a comment a share that's going to go a long way we have we've been asking for the the, the youtube stuff but the comments and the shares really help that's going to help instagram or facebook or tiktok or twitter works with their algorithm oh people are interacting with this must be popular shows of the people because all we're about on the straight talk and mental health podcast is helping people Mm. you know we're really trying to get that message of um, mental health out there for people who wouldn't generally have those conversations that's why we have the guests on so our guests come on and they tell their stories they're the people that have the lived experience of like Rob last week of you know his life with a stammer his mm. life coming out at 32 his suicide attempt you know these are the people we can learn from this isn't fucking someone that you know is an academic mm. and you know has read all the books about it mm these are the people that have lived it and gone this was my experience and that's what that's what we can all learn from is listening to listen to other people's experience so please do check us out give the comment give the share big shout out to Orla Orla, Orla always gives the, the, the heart and she always interacts with the Facebook page so thanks very much Orla we did have an, uh, we did have another correspondence okay. yeah I remember Rob a couple of weeks ago yes the fuck I wanted to make me cry yes yeah <laughs> 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 Should I cut that in? Should I cut that scene in? No, you go back, go back and listen back to that to that episode. Um, Rob got back in touch. Um, very grateful. He'd obviously listened back. So we got into a little bit. I spoke to him a little bit about coming on the podcast, telling a story. There's a few things he needs to put in place for that. Um, but what I will cut to is, uh, as for the show itself, Colin Hughes, what a legend. Colin was on after the death of his granddaughter. Mm. Just like fucking a couple of months ago, like two months ago. He was coming on and telling a story. So the impact that that had. An incredible person who has a big heart, says Rob. After what he went through, I felt somewhere near grateful for my own circumstances. Good to see you and Ashing are back together and blob hunting on the beach. <laughs> Doing what, sorry? Blob hunting. Blob hunting. Yeah, you finding a condom. Oh, is that what they call it? Blob? Must or be, I don't know. Something different over here. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. I was of, like... I, I know, I, I get it, I get was, it. Was I, I that drunk? To, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, fucking war last week. We're going to get to that in a second. Uh, she seems to have set into co-host brilliantly. You have. You really have, yeah. Not many people... Um, people need to know. You're the reason why there is a weekly episode. Mm. That we have to check an episode. Otherwise, it'd be two weeks with just a guest. Um, but people want the content. They want it weekly. If they're not listening to you, they're listening to someone else. So mm. we kind of have to keep that going. So anyway, I'm rambling on. Hope you guys are well and keep it up, Rob. Thanks very much, Rob. Nice to hear from you again. We're hearing from Rob. Rob's still alive. Brilliant. Brilliant. Keep, mm-hmm. keep, keep on trucking. Keep on living, Rob. So we leave that little bit of correspondence there. Last week we did have, uh, we, we had the other Rob on. We had Robert O'Brien talking about his, his book, Just One More Drive. Did you listen back? Did you listen to, to the interview with Rob? Yes. You're a fuck. <laughs> well, did you listen to any of it? What tell me refresh it? You just said a name now at the moment. With the stammer, the coming out. Suicide oh, last week's one. Yeah, last yes. last week's one. So, sorry, last week. Yes, no, I did. All right. Sorry, well, what, what did you make of that? No, it's it's like uh, I can understand how difficult it is and you know, um, thank God nowadays anyway, compared to even like it wasn't even that long ago the stigma around it is is there is no stigma mm. anymore um so 
Yeah, but thankfully he's, he's come out and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that just goes to show, you know. And his his parents and his family were very supportive, but they yeah. were still waiting on him to do it, and it's still. Still, I think still that's all you want as a parent. I, like I've always said, I couldn't care less as long as you my... want it. You want one. <sighs> Ethan doesn't know it, but like you're drilling it into him. Like, oh, I just want a gay son. Like, could you imagine? Do, actually, do you know what? Do you want to get into it? Because I met I met the comment last week of you love a gay. Yeah. Um, and I and I joke about it, and you do. You fucking yeah. you love a gay. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say why that is? Elaborate on that a little bit, because because you love the gay. One the gay men. One I love. I prefer men's sense of humor, mm. and I do, and I like dirty sense of humor. And dirty. Yeah. You mostly get that. Dirty. You mostly get that with men, mm. um, or or gay men, or you know, and it's that safe environment for it. In regards to the safe environment, um, I I've always had uh, a GBF in my life, a gay best friend, uh, even growing up. And the one thing I can, I've always said to you they always make sure you get home safe you know and there's nothing at the end of the night that they want from you there you go so they treat you like a gentleman but they that stops there there's there's no there's nothing they want from it you know so you know there's, you, no, there's no ulterior motive there's no ulterior motive you've got a friend there that's a male friend that's protective loving like a brother um you can have friends that are male nine times out of ten it's it's something so it's, they feel more for you than you eventually find out. You don't get that. Mm. So you still get that sense of humor that you love, you know, and all that. And you have that safe, you have that safe space as well. You know, so it's, it's, a, it's a genuine friendship on both sides. And no, I love it. Totally. What, what about the, the ulterior motive side? What, what, what prompted the desire for the, the gay breast friends who don't have... Oh no, it was never prompting. I, I honestly, I one look. I would always my friends that have been gay in the past, or even even now, they're always the ones that are very outgoing, and I I love that. I just just shine. No, you're 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 distra- you're deflecting from what I'm actually asking here. No, but I'm saying that's my mm. main my main yeah. thing when I'm going. I know yeah. where you're wanting to go mm. down the route of is in terms of that. It's important. To, it's important to elaborate on that. Like, yeah, but I've kind of said like in regards to you know it's a safe space. It's it's you know you can have a male friend that's straight, and uh, the majority of the time, it's going to come out that they want something else. Um, and I think for a woman. If a, if a woman sees you as a friend, she sees you as a brother. I'm sorry, like the majority, mm. it's going to be very rare you can get past it's that r- friend it's zone. It's rare to break out of the friend very zone. Very rare to yeah, get out of that yeah. friend zone. Um, and it's, I, I'll be honest, I've never been able to, and I've had really the most amazing straight friends. And did you know, and you would look at them and go, they would make a perfect partner, and you'd sell them and go into your friends. They're amazing. They would make an awesome boyfriend slash mm. husband or whatever like that. But you just can't, as a woman, I think once you've, I'm not saying all women here, I'm saying probably you. majority. Yeah. You. You, no, but it's mm. hard to get out of the friend zone. So it is yeah, a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you just see them as that. And, you know, there's no line that can be crossed there. So if I am a friend with a guy, you are my friend. Mm. If you're my best friend, you're my brother, you're my cousin, you're somebody that's, it's never ever going to go change to anything like that. So um, you never have to have that awkward conversation down the road uh, when you have a gay best friend or a Mm. gay friend because they don't want nothing. I've said to you, and I'll not name names, I've had a really good gay best friend uh, when when I lived in England. Um, 
So we would sleep at each other's house and sleep in each other's beds, you know. And the worst I ever got was a fart in the leg. <laughs> and you know what? That was it. And I'm happy with that. Mm. Like there was not, there's not, like if you were to go into bed with a straight friend, you're setting, you're putting, what's it called? You're going into grey territory. And yeah, it's, okay, it's, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. not, I don't think it's appropriate. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a client, had a client years ago. Well, I've had many clients that have had the same problem, but she was the first one to name it. Um, she was a, she had been a model and she called it pretty girl problems mm. and she had the experience of never ever being able to have uh, a straight male friend mm. because they always ended up asking her yeah she always kind of told him in advance going you know this is a friendship there's nothing more to this mm. um and she used to get very upset you do. Yeah. You you've had that experience. Uh, you do it? get upset because you've invested just like in a normal relationship, you've invested all this time, your personal, you know, your personal life, your your fears, your just your past or whatever, like that to build that bond. Mm. And that bond isn't you know, the bond of a relationship is in a sexual relationship, it's a bond is in friendship. Um, and you're basing all that on that and you feel and like in a safe again, safe environment to disclose all this. And then you just sit back and then eventually if, if it does happen and they have, it, it just feels like you've been set up. It does, feels, it does feel like you've just been taken advantage of where you've been vulnerable and you've expressed everything and you've tried to have this connection. You felt safe to do so. Um, and then they turn around and say, you know, that they like you and they want something more. And mm-hmm. obviously you're seeing them just not like that in the slightest. So your heart's kind of broken, but in a different kind of broken. Now you can't be friends with them because now you're the bad one for leading them on, knowing that that well, they have feelings. No, now now you are. So yeah. now you're going to have to take a step back. You can't disclose everything. You can't. I I don't know. Even get. I suppose you can do all that, but you're going to be on your guard. You know, you you're totally going to be on your guard that you're not going to be given the wrong vibe off to them or anything like that so whereas before you were relaxed and you could chill out and you could talk and you could stay in the same room together and laugh and touch like that now you can't because what about if he sees that as something else mm. he's you know and all this it just changes the whole dynamic of the friendship so um yeah i've had lots of friends in the past where i'm no longer friends with unfortunately i've seen you yeah, i've seen you be quite emotionally affected oh yeah mm-hmm. you know because you're as like He's not a friend. I think I'm more upset like, because no, 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 he is. And but like you've been like, like really affected by it. Like I genuinely thought he just, yeah. he was just mm-hmm. my friend, and he just because you sit back he, and then he you only question. hung out with me because he was my friend and he liked my company. And you sit back and you think, did I do something wrong? Did I did I lead him on unintentionally? No, you, you really take that stuff to heart. And then that's the worst thing I could mm. do in a relationship because that's just horrible. I could never do that. So then you sit down and go, well, where did I go wrong? Where, When did he see that? Or was it from the beginning? Did they lie to you from the beginning? It's all bullshit. Mm. So, you know. Mm-hmm. And if there's one thing, if there's one quality that no one in my entire life, I don't. I don't just mean a partner. I mean anybody matches you for his loyalty. Mm-hmm. If if you thought you led someone on, oh yeah, 
you know, that really, that really gets to you. Mm-hmm. And and we've had that. We've had, I think we've, once or twice we've had that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. where someone, again, going ulterior motive and mm-hmm. inappropriate comments and stuff like that. And, you know, you're upset to me going like, what did, did I say? Right. Here's my, here, look, here's the text. Here's oh, yeah. I was like, you did nothing wrong. You did mm-hmm. absolutely nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely everything you've said there is 100% oh innocent. yeah and, I, and just to clarify I would just go here read everything oh yeah yeah and that's not me looking, that's not me going oh, show, oh fucking oh, no, show me your phone no, no, what no, what did no, you say no. what did you like you, no. you're like oh did, did I because I want to know I want to know personally yeah, where did yeah, I yeah. fuck up where did I go wrong because now um, and you might be like oh, oh great yeah like you said problems or whatever like that and it's so insignificant at the end of the day I've lost a friendship like and it it does hurt it is a grieving process regardless so now I'm without said friend you know um so yeah it does hurt in that respect definitely mm. I'm not saying all men are like that no, in the slightest no, you know not, definitely not definitely yeah but, I mean this is like any any attractive woman mm. of which you are one has had this experience I think they've had the experience but it's not with all men no, definitely not at all. And I think when we see a genuinely good man that actually can hold a friendship, we act, you admire them. You're like, do you know, they're like their wife or their girlfriend. You go, they've got a good one. Mm. You actually appreciate them in a different way. And you're like, oh, not only is he such a good, nice person, his wife or his girlfriend or partner or his future wife, girlfriend, partner, they're going to have a good one. Like mm. they've got a decent one there. Mm. He's not a creep. He's not a perv. He's not, you know. He's not in it for something else. So, yeah. We 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 women see that too. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but it has, you know, I've, I've seen you being, being quite hurt over that. I think it's sometimes a sneaky way of, of getting in, get into my life as well. I don't like that because sometimes I'm a bit naive. Yeah. And I, I don't mean that. I don't mean it in a bad mm-hmm. way. But you are. You are quite. It always, the yeah, light bulb yeah, does yeah. come on eventually. Yeah. But yeah, it's and then you just think, oh, you're stupid like. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure I'm sure plenty of women. Yeah, if anyone out there, if you've had the if you've had the same experience, but we're not saying all men are like that. Not not oh, absolutely all, not. All women aren't like mm-hmm. that at all. But you know, if you have been affected by something like that, let us know because mm-hmm. like, you could be fucking years invested in this, and then mm-hmm. you know, steps over the line, and and you don't want to throw back from. And if you and you as a man, if you value that friendship more, you know, rather than nothing. Mm. Just, just keep it. You know what I mean? Like, it's... I mean, you, you, you could probably. You I mean you could probably go back and go, oh, you know, oh, okay, right, sorry, fucking read that wrong or something. Mm. Is there going back after that or? I don't think so. No, no. Once, once that's I think once... expect maybe if the woman's not in a relationship, and but I think once she's in a relationship and she knows that now her friend has feelings for her, I think you need to call that. Mm. Whereas if you're single as a woman, I'm not saying this is the way to do it. This is what I would do it, and you know that a friend has feelings for you. It's, it's it's you can work on that a wee bit and give them a bit more time to maybe get back the friendship or whatever like that. But I think it's insulting for your partner to know that you're best friends with a guy that fancies you. You know. Yeah, and again, that's that's the loyalty. That's that, that is insulting. That no, look, if women are listening, would you want? You're a man to be best friends with a woman that fancied your partner. It, it works both ways. I'm sorry. And, and, yeah, and even that's like that's not to say that you don't trust your partner. No, it's but, not that. Yeah. It's just insulting. It's just, it's just like, well, why would you want to invest as a partner 
an hour maybe you know or an hour a day whether it's texting or calling or hanging about with somebody that you know that fancies you Mm. To me, that's insulting. Like, like you, like. But if you're friends and and, and you know your genuine friends, absolutely, knock yourself out. Like, not like that. But you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> like that's fine. Absolutely, I, I do believe that men and women can be friends. Not according to when Harry met Sally. That's the whole premise of the film. I know, but no, but I do actually believe that men and women can be friends. I just I think, think it's I think a small can. percentage. Yeah, but I think, I think where that friendship, I think they can. Hundred percent, men and women can be friends. Mm. But I think where there's a physical attraction. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, yeah, I think I think it's mm-hmm. skewed. Then I, I don't think it's. It's like you said, you've true got friendship. you've got friends that are girls, but not one do you fancy. Mm. And I can say the same in terms of the opposite mm. sex too. Um, but I think that once once there's flirting and shit like that going off, even if it's not from your partner and it's from the other person, do you want to be that person that's sitting there that when your when your partner's friend comes around and, and she, she or he's Given off these vibes, oh, and you're when, when you're fucking not there, and oh whatever. But you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. It's, 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 no. But that's that's the sort of stuff then that can lead into the likes of emotional affairs and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely, like. yeah. Mm-hmm. And emotional, they always say, is worse than physical. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that personally. I think mm-hmm. physical's worse, but yeah, I think it's all bad. Like it's all yeah, relative, yeah. But so if people are unfamiliar, an emotional affair is. That's the sort of person. Anything you're hiding, anything you have to delete. Yeah, I think I think that's a yeah. yeah if you have to delete it, then you're hiding something. You know you've done, you've something, done wrong. something wrong. But the, the emotional affair would be, you know, the person if you're having problems at home with your partner, and you go off to your. Mm, girls do that with girls. Yeah, we, no, but I mean opposite talk. sex. Yeah, but if you're having a friendship, proper friendship, then what, that's... What's, what's the fucking, what's that saying? Like work husbands or your or your work wife? I thought that shit. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's gone. But yeah, um, no, I wouldn't tolerate that. You know, you can have a friend at work. That's absolutely no problem. Mm. Just don't be coming home and saying, that's my work, bitch. Like, yeah. no, this, no, it's, it's the wording as well. It's disrespectful. So mm-hmm. Mm. I wouldn't come home and say to you, oh, my work husband. Jesus, how is it? like I would it would never come out of my mouth. Yeah. I feel I would just know. I just know it's wrong. So Yeah, there's, there's no one as loyal as you. There's no one that's I, I, I swear I've never I've never met anyone that's so fearful of leading someone on or saying mm-hmm. the wrong thing or giving the wrong impression that could be misconstrued or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I think you're you're in a league of your own on, on that front. I think if you know I fancy you, you know I fancy. If you have to ask yourself, I don't. Oh! <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's true though. Yeah. I'm yeah. fair I'm not subtle. When I like you, you will know. That that that's a perfect segue. That yeah. that that conversation wasn't planned. That just came out of out of a conversation there. But I think that's a good conversation. I think a lot of women be able to yeah. will be able to relate to that. Typically mm-hmm. our, our listenership is fifty fifty, men men and women. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> there was a funny bit last week. Well, last week I spoke about the funny week, the funny bit from the previous oh, week. Right. Your accent. Mm-hmm. At least I remembered. It was a bit nippy, but at least I remembered. I put that bit in last week. You were checking me out last week. You were drunk. So if anyone didn't, if you haven't watched last week's episode back, go back and check it out on YouTube. You were drunk. Mm-hmm. She had two pre-mixed cans. They're strong. You know, little fucking smaller than a Diet Coke can that size mm-hmm. and one WKD and another half WKD remember and a wee taste of beer like like literally a, I don't like that oh I can't swallow that that's not going down no. <laughs> we get back 
And it was only when I watched the video back, I went to, I had to get up to the fridge. I was dying at the horse. I had to get up. I got a Lucas head. And you're fucking perving at me. You're probably just checking me out. I felt violated when I watched it back. No, you didn't. <laughs> you're straight with the tissues. <laughs> <laughs> I would <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it was actually I could have it as a smile but you, you segued into it um, it was actually lovely but I'm always checking you on but you know I don't fucking I have no eyes in the back of my head no but even in the front of your face like you know I'm always I'm always <laughs> checking you on this is way too close for me just turn to the side there you go <laughs> But you no, know, it was. It was really. It was really nice. It was. It was just when I looked it back, and you just. I'll, I'll cut the video in so people people can see it. So as anyone can see, you know, you're definitely definitely checking me out. You're a bit drinky. I, I can't, even at the end, you're like, oh, trying to get lucky. It's like you're fucking drunk. Like, you're like that the whole time. Like, oh my god. <laughs> We literally had a discussion today. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, fuck's sake, put it away. Like, <laughs> no, I think like you know, it's. I've always been open, like in terms of what I'm like, mm. and like. Yeah, but together. you don't. Uh, what other opportunity is there to see that your partner checks out when you when you don't see that your partner is checking out? I just, it was just, it was it's a. Not it was for a show. It's, it's, you know, it's. Oh, but that, but that was it. Like, because yeah, I guess a million percent, I can tell you, you did not know that was being fucking recorded. <laughs> like, that wasn't for the camera. Because <laughs> you were saying to me, oh, you're checking me out. And I was like, oh, where? Like, I'm always checking mm. you out. I don't understand. So, yeah, you were making me paranoid first. I was like, what did I do? Because I sent you a meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't a meme. It was like a love quote or something like that. Yeah, it was like a meme. It was like fucking Baby Yoda or something. No, no, no. It was one previous to that. It was like, um, I still have a crush. I still checked my boyfriend out or something like that. Do you know what? I just believe that no matter how many years you get together, and we're, we're coming to two years soon, never stop flirting with your partner. I think it's harder to get that back oh, yeah, than, yeah. than to carry it on. And I'm not talking about all day long, you know, but like, at least once a day, check in, give, give a wee mm. flirt, let them know that they're wanted. One of the very common things I hear from a lot of clients, um, so for people I don't know, I'm a psychotherapist in private practice. If I didn't make say that at the start, I can't even remember. Um, I see a lot of clients, unfortunately, with the state of the world at the minute, a lot of people can't afford to break up. They can't afford mm. to live separately. They're in negative equity with their mortgage. Mm -hmm. Can't. Someone, other person, typically the man is typically the one that has to move out. He can't mm -hmm. afford to get a new place. So a lot of couples are left living together mm -hmm. when they've actually separated. And even without that, even with couples that are, you know, in the middle of breaking up or are going through a really bad patch, what I hear a lot of clients would be like, but we don't fight in front of the kids. Mm. You know, we're fucking very conscious now. You know, there's no shouting in front of the kids. Which is good. There's no arguing in front of the kids. And I go, mm -hmm. yeah. But what you're talking about there is you're talking about the presence of bad shit. Mm. You know, the roaring, shouting, the fighting and all of that sort of stuff. And everyone's like, Jesus, we don't want the kids to see that. Mm. Everyone knows that bit. But what I'll also say to them is, but what the kids will pick up on. So I was like, oh, the kids will never know. I was like, trust me, the fucking kids know. Mm. They don't need to see the bad shit because what they will, the kids will pick up on is the absence of good shit. Mm. So whether that's coming into the kitchen, giving her a little slap on the arse mm. or fucking going up 
dry humping her when she's cooking or something. And oh, get off me, fuck's sake. I'm you don't do that in front of the kids. No, but you know what I mean? Like, you yeah, know, like give a, a hug or, or a, a hug or a yeah, kiss or a hand slap hold, in the arse or hand hold, anything yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Or you sit together on the couch mm-hmm. or just hold hands mm-hmm. or you go into the kitchen and go, do you want a bar of chocolate? Mm-hmm. Do you want a bottle of Lucas Ed? Oh yeah, thanks very much. Like, That's all the stuff when that goes, mm-hmm. kids pick up on that. Mm-hmm. One comes into the room, the other one goes out. One's sitting on that end of the couch, the other mm-hmm. one's fucking sitting on the opposite side of the room. So kids pick up on that as well. So if you're in, if you're in that sort of situation and you're thinking the kids aren't seeing bad shit, kids are smart. Kids mm-hmm. are emotionally smart. Mm-hmm. They may not know what it is, but instinctively and emotionally, they're picking up on the sort of those social cues that have gone. Mm-hmm. The handhold and the slap on the arse, the kiss on the cheek, the all of that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's something very common that I, mm-hmm. I that I see a lot, yeah, a lot of a conversation uh, that I have, mm-hmm. and that's that's as I said, the little flirting, that's the little things. When the little things go away, mm-hmm. it's harder to come back. And, oh, yeah. and you know what? It would also affect the partners as well. You know, as it's. What do they always say? Sex as well. It's harder to have that dry spell and get back into it than to than to stop it altogether. You know, mm-hmm. it's I don't know. Yeah, well, so, you know, it's just fucking getting back in the same as anything. Mm. If you if you do loads of exercise and you stop, it's mm. so fucking hard to motivate to yourself. Get to motivate yeah. yourself to go back into it. And the same thing again. And then, you know, breeds resentment and, you know, mm. whether it's a lack of communication. Or... I think women as well, because like I know that we're just emotionally, we're, you have to treat us right to, to, to give out. Like, mm. and once again, I'm going back into this thing again. Once that, kissing hand holding all that stuff separate beds has come in now you're our best friend or a friend and what did i just say at the start mm. it's really hard to get back to get out of that friend zone you more or less might as well call it quit oh you got well you got a roommate you got a roommate exactly yeah, yeah. and you know i feel sorry like if you if you can't afford to move out and stuff like that like like honestly i know it's it's hard times and everything like that and it's don't be too hard on yourself for that. Like it's, but mm. if you're wanting that relationship back, don't stop the little things. Definitely not, because that's the that's the little things that that matter. And I really do think, if you know, as a man, if you really want to get back in the good books with your woman, or if you want any sexy time at night, just little things throughout the day. Hold hands cuddle kiss. I, I, I say i say it just don't expect like, it at yeah, the end yeah, of the night yeah. and then go oh so you've had another fucking headache or what you'd rather go to sleep yeah well if you have not warmed us up just think of us like cooking a chicken you need to cook you need to warm it up before we're ready right <laughs> give us at least two and a half hours right <laughs> i'll never look at a fucking raw chicken again after that fucking hell <laughs> no but it's just you're not we're not microwave meals right you know, it's yeah, just yeah. we're not ready into. No, I'd, I'd say it, to, and I, you know, as a male therapist, I get a lot of male mm. friends, and like that, it'd be like, oh, we'll be having a fucking sex and yeah. such and such amount of time, and all that. And I was like, all right, I said, well, well, you know, tell me, just break it down for me. Tell me, tell me what happens there. Well, no, we fucking go up to bed. <laughs> I'll drop the hand. She fucking slaps it away. She slaps it away. Yeah. I get bull tick. <sighs> uh, I feel rejected. But of course, they, they don't say this like, like, yeah. well, fucking, you know, she doesn't want it. And then I get fucking tick. And then she's so I end up going fucking sleeping in the spare room. And, mm. you know, and when I say it's like, 
yeah, but what happened before? And I think we had when we had Lisa on the relationship coach, I was like, mm. what happened downstairs mm. to facilitate upstairs happening? Mm-hmm. If you live in the bungalow, you know, down in the bedroom or whatever, whatever it may be. But I was like, well, what did you do beforehand? Did you help her in the kitchen? Did you sort out the kids? Did you offer to make dinner? Mm. Did did you tell her you loved her? Did you come in? Did you give her a hug? Did you come in and give her a kiss? Did you mm. did you show any sort of affection? Mm-hmm. No. And you want her to just fucking turn over then and go, hang on, let me spread the legs, jump yeah, on in. So oh, yeah. oh, fucking hell. We don't work like oh, that. Oh, put a towel down. I'm fucking soaking. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. women don't. I think men can do that. I think men oh, are, yeah, are yeah. quick to, you know, but women definitely, um, we definitely, and it's not even money spending. So, you know, it's free. It's free. There's no excuse. Like, give mm. a cuddle, give a hug, say you love. Say, do you know what? Say, look, what have you done something different today? You look nice. You look really nice. Have you done something? Mm-hmm. You know, just anything to just boost that, make her feel attractive. You know, make her feel wanted throughout the day so that she'll actually want you during the night. So, there you go, lads, from a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no. From someone that does a very impressive tuck job. <laughs> tuck job. Tuck it in. <laughs> Well, you're going well. Hello. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's no, I was saying because you usually say that I'm pretty, I'm very immature. I was going down that route. Yeah, you're and you were going down the book job. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's this blob. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that, was, that was an interesting conversation, though. Mm. Sometimes you come in and go, oh, let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a very organic one. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot. I think a lot of people, if you relate to any of that, man or woman, you know, drop us. If you're watching on YouTube, drop a drop a comment below. Let us know. Or if you're on any of the other social media, drop a comment or slide into the DMs. Let us know your let us know your side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd be we'd be very interested to hear. Is it just us? Are we just a little bit weird? And that's why we're so well suited. Or no, I think that's do people right. do people feel this? I don't think we're weird because we we want loyalty. No, we're definitely weird. I oh, know, but, but not in because terms... we want loyalty. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, that's that's definitely that's definitely not what makes us weird. No. Yeah. So if you're like us, if you're as weird as us and you appreciate loyalty, mm. let us know. Or not. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna do some smiles and riles? Smiles and riles, yeah. Oh, do you know what? I actually did a good thing today. Well it wasn't today, it was last week. Did I you knew. write did you make a note? I think they're pretty shit like I was Oh like, no, I'm fucking just impressed. Hang on, wait till I see do I have I left anything else over here? Um, oh yes uh, last week you would have heard me mention you know we're trialing out a, a second camera here um, if you watch us on YouTube there was no second camera not our fault our online studio fucking didn't work uh, literally one full day of trying to upload all the footage and stuff didn't happen so apologies you've got notes no, I'm going to do two actually I must do my first one okay it's not wrote down, but I remember to do it, and I can't say his name, so I need your help. Um, what? What is it, fucking Brian Smith? <laughs> this, Who? You're not getting laid tonight. <laughs> yeah, you're not speaking yeah, to me. Right. You're not speaking to me right today. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, Perfect. Right. <laughs> That's fucking no chance of happening. <laughs> Perfect example of what not to do. No, no. You, you, you'd spite, mean spite sex me, hate sex me, fucking. Pity sex me. That's that's not happening. 
I can say that with all confidence. <laughs> I'd be I'd be like that. You're definitely not getting fucking laid tonight. Are you sick? Yeah. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> Don't talk to me like that. And you wouldn't get any. What's that? Oh you? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we've got real reversal going on definitely. here. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, anywho, right. Yeah. It was Brian Smith. Um, no. Uh yeah. your man that does the film that does movies. Fuck me. Uh, your man that does the film. <laughs> yeah, I thought you knew it. Fucking M. Night Shyamalan. There you go. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking worst thing is I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so you were told, so my smile oh, was that, was it about a year and a half, when we were more or less first dating or whatever like that? Not long anyway after. Yeah, a couple of months then. Yeah, so newish. Mm. Um, we went to see the film Old. And um, yeah, you absolutely hated it. Now oh, I didn't like terrible. it, but you had to go on and on and on forevermore. I cannot. I'm notorious now for never being able to pick a good movie. Blah, Do you know blah, your blah. criteria for picking out a movie? It has to be the end of the world. No, zombies. it has to be below six on an IMDb rating. No, and it has to have some washed-up actor in some sort of action fucking end of fucking world. Yeah, that's it. And that's it. Like end of the world. Oh, this looks good. It does not. But I'm the same for books. I, I could look at, I could scan a hundred like DVD movie covers. Mm. And I go, you'd like that, you'd like that, you'd like that. Because mm. there's, there's a particular style. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> but I would do it in books as well. I told you, because you were like, oh, you haven't read a book in ages. And I told you exactly why I never read a book in ages. Mm. And that's because I started reading a book absolutely was loving it now when i have a good book i mm. um, i told you i'm just a terrible mm. partner terrible everything i'm yeah, literally you i appreciate reading so i'm like what do you want i'll fucking buy you all the books so anyway i, I will literally just ignore life in general to mm. get this book finished and i was loving this book and i got to the last chapter and this is where my bad memory comes in and i was like fuck you read it already. I've read it already. I know the end. And so I was so excited and I invested so much time to get to the end and to find out what the conclusion was. And it was like somebody going, uh, uh, he's a ghost from bloody Sixth Sense. It's spoiler, like somebody. Spoiler alert. God, if you haven't caught up now. Um, so, yeah, so it was like that. So it was completely ruined. And I was like, oh, fuck reading books again. Like, my concentration level, my, my memory's terrible. Anyway, to go back to that. So we, we had watched the movie. And you literally old. old old piece of Wait, shit. We watched the old movie. Yeah. <laughs> Have you watched? Remember, I texted you. Yeah. Do you want to watch that old movie? What, what old, old movie? movie? <laughs> <laughs> the old movie. What fucking one? <laughs> so anyway, um, so yeah, we watched that, and we nearly walked out. Blah blah blah. And you were like, "I'm never gonna watch Shamalamalam. What's his name? Shamalama Ding Dong. What's his name? M Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. This is the guy that made fucking Six Sense. Signs, unbreakable. He's made good ones. He yeah. has made some good. He has so not Stephen made good ones King. recently. Stephen King's done the same. Stephen King's wrote really good books, and then most of them, the end, yeah, are atrocious. How, how how far do you give them? You know, what's the leeway? I don't know. You just keep watching it's like, them. Yeah, you did. You did that. You mm. did six cents. I see dead people. Mm. You've also made about ten shit ones since. You can't, you can't always be good. That's it. Do you, do you give them the? So anyway. <laughs> There's a new movie I seen it on a trailer mm. and I sent you it and I was like, I really want to go see this. And it's called I don't know. Two fucking gays adopt a Chinese girl in the woods and Drax is trying to kill them. Knock Cabin in the Woods or something like that. 
Um, but yeah, it looks really interesting. It will be shit. What we're going to see. But you said to me, oh, I'm not going to see it. I'm not going to watch it. And I was like, fine, I'll just go to the cinema myself. Fine. Yeah, I'll go with you. Like, yeah, that's what support. you said afterwards. Yeah. For emotional support. And you're like, oh, you can give out about it. You know, I was like, no, I can guarantee you the two of us will be giving out about that uh-huh. film. <laughs> I actually said, During. I actually said, well, winky face, I'll make up to you. <laughs> <laughs> you so I'm actually looking forward to this film. <laughs> So when the fucking gay, two gay lads with a Chinese fucking adopted kid and tracks comes mm. around. Do you know what could be the best movie you've ever seen? It won't be. Yeah, 100%. Be. Million percent. I would actually stake my life on that fact. Well, we'll see. <laughs> we so will. that was one smile. The second smile was um, we had a really nice weekend last weekend. Uh, we had went to the party. Yumi's yeah, birthday yeah, party. Yeah, yeah. And I got to finally wear my dress. You got the dress. Oh, do you know what I'll do? I didn't do it last week. Bang. I'll no, pop, well, you can't, really see, you can't really see because of the pictures that we've it's got. Joe, we will see your fucking drinky eyes. All right. No, well, that's okay because we're looking at the dress. <laughs> but yeah, I got to wear the dress. And as I think when you've got a man or a woman, if you've got mm. a nice outfit, you really want the opportunity to wear it. And it just, I had that in my dress now for a couple of weeks. Mm. And I just was like, I need to wear this dress. Like, it's so You're pretty. I know, I was like, and I was like, I want to wear it. I want to feel good. I, I love the process for a night out. My the favorite bit for me is the getting ready. Yeah, you love The music that, yeah. on, the makeup, taking your time, doing your hair, nobody rushing you, just trying to look really nice. So I got the dress and yeah, finally got that. And you looked very dapper as well. You looked lovely. 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 Thank you very much. You look lovely, love. So you did. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Do you know what I did look? Well, a lot fucking more sober than you. <laughs> Thank you, though. But you barely yeah. drink either. You only had about two drinks. But you know, I always said I was a lightweight. But I'm really not compared to me. I, well, even still, I was like, I can't actually drink. I just don't like it. I don't like the taste of I don't alcohol. Like, I don't like drinking. I don't like the fucking hangovers. I don't like, no. you know, I just... I don't like the taste of alcohol. Me, like, uh, yeah. Strawberry daiquiri is probably the, the most... Oh, I mean, I, I take a gin, a fucking uh, mojito. I love mm. a cocktail. I love a mojito. Mm. Like that. Does yeah. it not... It's mint, isn't it? Does it not just taste like swallowing toothpaste, watered down? No, no, no. It's just like, there's typically like brown sugar and stuff in it as well. It's very sweet. Yeah. Oh, I take it down very easy. I would sangria on holidays. What's that? I know what I've heard of it, like but what's in it? Wine with, um, <gasps> no, 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 no. But it's mixed with like Seven Up and uh, no. fresh fruit and stuff in it. No, oh, fucking sangria. Seven in the sun. Up and red wine. Ah, it's different. It's like a sparkly red wine. It's lovely. It's nice. No, it sounds yeah. absolutely disgusting. No. All right, fucking two cans, Ashling. Like that, that's all right. <laughs> that's grand. I'll be two cans. I did actually. The reason why I'm suffering two months later, I had about six beers or seven beers or something like that. Six whole beers. A couple of them were big ones now. Um, <laughs> and that's why I'm still like, I just cannot, I cannot cope. Before I even went out of the house, I, the taxi came and I went to walk down the stairs and my heel got caught on my upper leg of my trouser. So you're <laughs> lucky I'm here today. That's what you get for fucking breaking up. Well, I nearly you died. When you were fucking single, that's holy God punishment. Holy God punishment. Yeah. At the worst. Who did I ring when I came home? Yeah, drunk fucking ringing me. After we'd fucking like, like, fuck's sake, like, like, what are you fucking ringing me for, like, just because you're fucking drunk, like, I'm there trying to fucking get over the breakup, like, because as people know, we were in a long distance relationship, we were trying to fucking make it work, it was, we weren't able to make it work, and I was like, right, I need to fucking move on, and I'm trying to, and you're like, oh, I'm so drunk, why are you fucking messaging me for me? 
And I was like, hey. Wait, you're not your night out and you're texting me the whole time. And then you're fucking drunk. Hey, how are you doing? Basically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, and then getting home and fucking drunk dialing me. <laughs> I can't remember much. I fair. fucking remember. <laughs> Ashley does not drink anymore, really. Yeah, so that's why. Yes. Yeah. So, anywho, so that was that was it. So I had really we had a really nice weekend last weekend. Yeah, I think yeah, um, yeah. you got to see all my you, you're you're seeing my family mm. slowly but surely. Because um, we met during COVID, so you never really seen a soul. Um, so you're you're slowly seeing all my family now, and it's it's nice. So mm. yeah, so I had a lovely weekend. Food Definitely was amazing. Breakfast. Oh, food and grants. I yeah. gotta say, hold me hands up. Mm. Everyone up in fucking Oma goes on about the food and grants, mm. and I'm like. Shut the fuck up, like. Yeah. You know, you know when something everyone goes on about it's like yeah. fucking calm down, love. Like. Mm. And then you go in there and say, like, Oh, he's fucking right. That was good. savage. Lovely. Savage you actually girl. had three courses which you never oh, do. Fuck me, never again. Yeah. Oh, you weren't oh, well. Oh man, I was fucking He actually got up. That's about... when we recorded. That's when we recorded last week's episode. You got up at like about three o'clock in the morning and you sat bolt up in bed that with your three o'clock. That was a fucking an hour after we went to sleep. I don't know. I felt like three. Even. So anyway, can you at least pretend that we were out all night enjoying ourselves? We weren't at home for ten, right? Oh, for nine, what you on about? Was it? Yeah. <laughs> it was so you're fucking recording at ten. Oh, yeah. So anyway, so you you sat up and your your feet were on the floor, and I was like, "What's what are you? Well, you all right?" And you were like, "It's like talking to a drunk person, but it was like food induced drunkenness." <sighs> and you were like, "I'm just so full. I'm like, this is what I'm hearing in yeah, the middle of the night. Yeah. I'm so full." Like, and I was like, "Okay." And then you got went downstairs, and I was like, "What the hell is he doing?" I don't know whatever you're sleepwalking or what you're doing or whatever you're. I was awake. I just didn't know what the fuck was you're going doing. On. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think you're very uncomfortable I'm too. Not right. I haven't been right. I haven't been right since I was sick. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was the smiles anyway. It's a smile. What about Lego? Lego Royal or Lego Smile? We gotta get James up. We get James up or you do your smile right. and then we'll get we one up. Yeah, then we learn. No, I will get the Royal out of the way because it's a big one. All right, go on then. Um, I fucking have a few of them. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah. no, I don't. I, I don't want to. I, well, what part of it is I'm not right. I'm definitely not I mean, right. I'm going. Know. Yeah, well, I mean, outside of fucking the autism and stuff like that, uh, I'm going to the doctor on Monday. Mm. Uh, that'll tell you how fucking unright mm. I feel. Like, um, just not, not doing good overall. I don't know what the fuck is going on with me. Um, a little bit burnt out from work, maybe. You got a dose of the Ashley. <laughs> no, <laughs> two years. I'm. I said, actually, that was like, oh, we can talk about burnout. Mm. Uh, but burnout probably. We'll go in with Royal. Mm. Um, and because in my head, I'm going, what's the fucking topic? <laughs> what's the topic? There's something around men and women as friends or there's something about mm. something, you know, me and the, and the check-in episode, something and something, mm. something in there. There's, there's a good piece in that. Pretty girl problems or mm. something like that. Um, and then I was like, oh, a burnout. But I think, I think I'm just going to go with my Royal. And my Royal is, as, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a, I'm a psychotherapist in private practice, self-employed. Um, anyone that's self-employed and has its has its fucking pros, has its cons. Um, one of the cons, and this is where a lot of people, a lot of people struggle as therapists to make a full-time job out of it. Mm-hmm. The majority, the majority will maybe work three days in a in a center or something like that, and then mm-hmm. they might see a few clients privately themselves. Not a lot of clients at full time. Our therapist in full time 
private practice. I'm fortunate enough to be have a good reputation and be be able to do that. Um, but one of the one of the downsides of being self employed and being a therapist is getting fucking paid. Mm. A couple of incidences recently. I've spoke about. I think I spoke about it on the podcast before. Uh, we did an episode on counseling. I think you can scroll back. To one. It's, a, it's an early one, uh, therapy and stuff like that. I have a forty-eight hour ca- uh, cancellation policy. Mm. So people, you know, people may think, "Oh, but sure, I'm not turning up for my um, appointment, so why do I need to pay?" Like when you, whether you're paying me or another therapist, you're paying for that therapist's time. Mm. I might have structured what might have been a, a day off. To facilitate seeing that client. Mm. And then they go, oh, I'm just not going. Oh, well, there, there's my fucking, there's my plans changed. That's also, as, and as I said, like I make it very clear. What I do very clearly, first, in the first session, I go over confidentiality. What's, what's, where confidentiality ends, etc., etc. And I discuss the uh, cancellation policy. So I verbally say it. It's 48 hour cancellation policy. Anything under 48 hours, the fee applies. Reason being is because that's an appointment kept for yourself. Someone else then misses out on that appointment. Mm. That then's a loss of earnings for myself. So it's literally a waste of my time and it's someone else not getting that appointment. It's for, I, I state it categorically. And then there's a contract that we sign at the end around confidentiality and the cancellation policy. Mm. There is now, the last few months, a framed little thing on my on the table in my office all cancellations and non-attended appointments under 48 hours the fee applies. I've had to do this. Mm. I have lost probably fucking thousands mm. over the years. People not turning up, they don't come back. There's been a few recently. People cancelled. Oh, I'll sort out next week. They don't sort out. But a particular one during the week was this one fucking really pissed me off. Like, yeah. A mother contacted me. The son was uh, 17. He's over 16, so he's responsible for his own medical care and stuff like that. Um, was I was on the phone for a long time yeah. to this parent. Um, seeing the son, really difficult. I, and one of the first things I was, I was like, well, he's definitely on the spectrum. Said it to the mom. She she rang me to check in. Um, and I said, I think he's on the spectrum. I've always thought he might be. We had, again, had a long discussion. That was grand, did my job. Last session, comes in at the end to pay. Oh, I didn't bring any money. Okay. Um, now, sometimes people go, oh, look, I'm really stuck. Can I fix up with you next week? And again, where else? What other fucking job on the planet are you going to do that? Like? Mm. You don't go down to fucking Tesco's and go, uh, I haven't got, I'm going to take these. But I'll pay you next week. Mm. Now, you might have got that back in the day in the old local shop, mm-hmm. write it down in the book. Put it on tick. You don't go into fucking woodies and go, I'm taking these. I haven't got the money for them, so I'm just going to take them because it's called stealing. And it's a theft of my time. Mm-hmm. And didn't pay at the end of the session. I said, oh, okay, well, you can, I'll send John the link and you can pay securely by credit card. Uh, was chasing that up. Nothing. Um, was an answering text saying, oh, look, you know, can you, can you arrange payment for that stuff like that nothing um, the mother contacted me texted the mother trying to get payment nothing the other day a new client 
book her in for an appointment time. After 10 minutes, anyone, any client after 10 minutes, I will say, I'll drop them a text. Are you running late? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, I'm stuck in traffic. I'll be there in a few minutes. Um, or, oh, fuck, Alan, I'm really sorry. I forgot. Uh, I'll fix up until next week. So after 10 minutes, you get this. So 10 minutes, nothing. 20 minutes, this this new client that never turned up. Oh, sorry, got stuck at work. Surely you fucking knew an hour ago, like, when you were due to come in mm-hmm. that you weren't going to make it out, like. So I think it's very disrespectful. And people do... And look, therapy's hard. Therapy's hard and a lot of people chicken out of it. Sometimes they come to check back in. But you're you're paying for someone's time. Mm. I remember doing... I remember I was at a conference years ago. And this David Wallen, he wrote a book. I was going to say, see, it's not down in the office. <laughs> um, attachment in psychotherapy. And I don't know how, but it came up around people asking about a sliding scale so again where the fuck else are you going to get a sliding scale a sliding scale is if you can't afford the full price mm-hmm. I'll work with you reduce the fee to facilitate you coming if you call a fucking plumber in the fee's the fucking fee mm. you call an electrician in the fee's the fucking fee you go and get your hair cut the fee's the fucking fee mm-hmm. as therapists we strive to help people as much as we can. You know, this this is a bit of a calling. We, we're we trying to... We have a huge impact and we keep people alive. And there's something privileged in that. But at the same time, it's a business. Mm. This is how I fucking pay for all this. This is how I put out a podcast that we don't make any money on. This is how I fucking feed my kids. This is how I, I pay for my lights. Mm. This is a business, like... But the problem being is, and, and someone went into the sliding scale and he goes, oh, yeah, he was a psychiatrist. He goes, it really counted if we had the head, that fucking pony there. I go, yeah, man, you know, I work with people and, you know, I get in the show, I'm show them my finances. And like a room full of virus therapists and they're talking about money. And there's this, you can nearly hear the collective gasp of, oh, you'll actually talk to people about their finances. He goes, mm-hmm. yeah, man, they're coming in. They're trying to say they can't afford me. I got to know they can't afford me. Mm-hmm. And if they can't, okay, no problem. I'll work with them. And he and he talked. He said how he had a discussion with a friend of his before. It was another psychiatrist, and um, a patient was given out about the fee or something. Like, oh, you're supposed to be my shrink. You're supposed to care for me and all this kind of thing. Blah blah blah. He goes, oh no, he says, my care. You get that for free. My lights, my rent, my this, my that. That's what you pay for. Mm. But you get my care for free. And the problem with being a therapist is. It's very hard to separate being a caregiver. You know, we emotionally support people. We, you know, we dare to facilitate their growth and stuff like that. Being a caregiver and a fee taker. Mm. So like I said, it's clearly defined. People don't show up. They don't fucking care. There's, there's no value on what they're committed to. The incidents during the week... Only when I went to check to go, Jesus, still haven't been fucking paid. Like, went to send another text. Oh, hang on, one tick. That fucking blocked me. Went to contact the mother. She'd blocked me. So, attended a session, didn't pay. Mm. And then was just like, oh, fuck it. Not going to pay. On top of four other people in the last, last two weeks, like that, mm. didn't get paid for. So, 
it really fucking infuriates me. It really frustrates me. Like, that's my time. Like, yeah. I do not have a lot of fucking free time. Uh, and hence being fucking burned out recently. Mm-hmm. And when people don't value it and don't value the service, like, like I spent, I must have spent close to 50 grand on my education between my degree, between my master's, between college fees, between all the books, between all the training, between all the therapy, supervision costs. Like, that's be fucking recuperated, like. Mm. And it really gets me, like. And I know a lot of therapists. If you're not a ther- if you're a therapist out in private practice and you relate to this, let me know. Am I just a narky bollocks, like? Mm. Uh, am I just so fucking disheartened at times that this that that like Jesus Christ, like, how fucking plain can you make it? Mm. Forty eight hours, and I've had people say, "Oh, I didn't know." There's your fucking hot. You've signed it, like. Mm. And then they'll they'll stop coming back because they get pissy, like. We all knew I keep that slot for you. Mm. I hold up my end. I'm fucking I'm hundred percent engaged in you. I'm all about you when you're there. Mm. I'm holding up my end. You know, you got you got to hold your end up as as a client. Um, so that's me, Ryan. Yeah. The the business of psychotherapy. Business. Yeah, being self-employed. Any tradesman, any fucking self-employed plumber, oh, electrician, yeah. they know what it's like. You're chasing up, getting paid. And I said to you, I wouldn't want to work, you know, go to work. And then, because you're, you're sitting there at a table then mm. with no client for an hour, waiting for your next client, and you've got an hour to kill. Yeah. So you're literally, if you can imagine, for anybody that's working in, the, mm. you know, for somebody else, mm. you're literally, it's not a break. You're You're sitting there not getting paid. So you're probably thinking, yeah, you've got an hour. What you get paid? No, no you don't get paid. Exactly, don't get, yeah. don't get paid. Or, or you text the next line. So you're probably texting the next line, <laughs> 10, 15, 20 minutes. Mm. Go, oh, I'm actually free from. If you're lucky and they live local, mm. they might get in ten minutes before their before their time. Yeah, you know. So that's me, Royal. <laughs> yeah, no, that's an understandable Royal. Yeah, yeah. and it, like it is a business. It doesn't mean they don't fucking care. Mm. But. You know, it has to be respected. Yeah. Yeah. That's me, Royal. Wanted to get that out of the way. Will we get the young lad up? Yeah, of course. All right. Oh. <laughs> well, he there he is. Well, how long have you been there? Does he want to see where the Come on. is? Come on up here. So this is James. We will, we will now enter the picture. We will see my youngest son, six and a half, almost <laughs> seven. But you know what you got to do? You have to do it now. Can I get past you there? You gotta show people the gum. Right? <laughs> have to. That's the condition. That's the condition for coming on. Can you get in? I think it's there. Go on. You get in there, buddy. Watch your head. Watch your noggin. Mm. It's still got the label. He's been to the shop. <laughs> oh, he must have been itching his yeah, neck. Sorry. So I bought him a wee present. Yeah. Get that and classic bit off. Daddy forgot to take it off yeah. the label. Just sit in there. <laughs> You'd have to come forward a bit, buddy, because my mic won't. No, Ashing's mic might. Ashing's mic might go that far. Sorry, we can, we can jump in here. There we go. Give us the smile. He's dropping two mics. Yeah, and the two mics. Cool. Give us the smile. Lost a tooth yesterday. I had to pull it out. <laughs> Good man. You've been waiting to come on the podcast all day. We were talking about it earlier, weren't we? Did you think yeah. smile? Did you think of something that made you smile? No. No. no yeah, well, no, let's see if he got one. Yeah. You, you take your mic. We're not going to hear you at all with these oh, mics. Right, okay. They only pick up. So you come in here beside me. So what I said to you earlier of think of something that made you smile maybe during the week. Something that made you happy or 
Come right in at the microphone. Did you think of anything? No. Where where were you during the week? Let's see if that made you smile. Centre Parks. Come in, come in closer. Where were you? Centre Parks. Centre Parks. With your mum. Monday to Friday. Was it good? Did that make you smile? Or what do I always say to you then? So every time when I'm dropping you back, whether it's been one night or two nights, what do I always say to you? What was something? What was something you liked this week? Dude, you're the worst podcast guest <laughs> ever. <laughs> you gotta fill. You gotta fill the space. What was something you liked? Breakfast. Breakfast. Breakfast this morning. Or going for breakfast in the morning. This morning. This morning. Made your pudding. He loves makes a good breakfast. Yeah, he loves loves the black pudding. You are the mm-hmm. black pudding fiend, aren't you? You love black pudding. Um, and anything you didn't like, anything that annoyed you this week, or no? No. You had a pretty happy life. Good. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. Do you love me? I love you too. Do you love me? I love you more though. Do you know how I know? <laughs> Because it's always me that gives the kisses and hugs, isn't it? Anything else you want to say before we, before we finish up on the podcast? No. The broadcast, as you call it. You're a very good boy because there's many times I have to do interviews, and you you will play the PlayStation quietly. Sometimes you interrupt interviews. <laughs> You've done that, haven't you? <laughs> With the broadcast on Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Daddy, can you come up? <laughs> You're the best spider, aren't you? Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna finish up here, and then we'll, and then we'll go on down. All right. Okay. Love you. Watch his head. Love you. <laughs> Love you too. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> so that was that was James. Everyone would have heard me talk about in the past. Talking of little so and so. Takes after his daddy. No, you talk way too much. <laughs> I fucking have to talk. It's a In general, it's a podcast. You like to think you're a quiet person. You depends are. Depends on the context. Far from it. Depend, depends on the context. He's um, awake. <laughs> no. You're a fucking talker. Uh, yeah, that's why you're great. You're great having the podcast. So that's that's the royals out of the way. What do we got? No, I haven't got you've, my royal. Have you got I'm a royal? Sorry. Yeah, you've got your royal. Yeah. Oh. My rail. Oh, I know what it, what it was. It's, I read it previously. Tell, can I just say, fair play for taking notes. Well done. Fair play. Fair play. It was a bit nippy. They looked nippy. It's still remembered. You still remember. You say fair play a lot now, <laughs> don't you? It's one of the things I would say. Um, rail. Oh, well, I suppose that, you know, it will probably segue into what you're going to talk about. <clears throat> the so you've got I think you've spoken about it before in the past if I remember rightly so you've not been well recently and all mm. that um, and even last night was atrocious and one of the things you always say is that you always sleep better when I'm when I'm with you I do categorically well last night your heart was racing something terrible even to the point where like I could hear it mm. like um. And then you you were up. You were up most of the night. You were downstairs, upstairs, downstairs. When you were upstairs and I was sleeping, you were reading. You had terrible insomnia. Um, Ryle is, uh, you've got the doctor's Monday. Mm. And you were telling me, like, well, so we, I'm from the north. You're from the south. And the north is, you know, we have the NHS mm-hmm. and everything like that. And 
you know, we want to see our doctor. Yeah, it's a bit of a pain in the ass to, to get through to the receptionist to make an appointment, but they're very good. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Mm. The NHS are very good. They, oh, yeah. They, you, know, yeah. They're, you know, anyway, um, for you to see a doctor on Monday, mm. which wasn't straight away, you've actually contacted them this week. Oh, yeah, rang them on Wednesday, no, Tuesday. You did have to reschedule. Have to reschedule, yeah. To um, what was it? Sixty pounds for? Well, the last last week, so I started off sick, got an antibiotic, sixty euros for a two minute seven second phone call, mm. and then the prescription. So uh, on Monday, it'll probably be sixty euros for the doctor. They'd probably charge me twenty for the bloods, mm. and then what they tried to do before was charge me another fucking twenty for the doctor to ring me with the results. Can you imagine how many people can't afford to lose £100 when they're sick? So they've not only taken time off work because they're sick, mm. now they have to find another £100 to see a doctor. Well, what they, have, what they have down to doctors now, and I think it was my Royal on the podcast a long time ago, was there is a sign to say 15, 15 minutes, €60. Euros. Mm. If you think it's going to go over that, mm-hmm. you have to pay in advance. Nice. So that's €120 Euros Yeah, if it's 20 minutes. It's just, it's, I don't know. I just, that is, that's just a bit extreme. Like if you're in extreme pain or whatever like that. And, or do children have to pay here too? I think under a certain age. It's so free. it's under 16 yeah. probably most likely. Mm. Um, but still, it's, 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 it's terrible. Like thankfully you've got the funds to, to, to do that. But I'm saying what, what happens to the people that don't have mm. the funds? Is it like America where, you, where people pull their own teeth out or whatever like that because yeah. the dentist rates the same for over in England and stuff mm. like that? And um, this, this, that's where a lot of people have the issue of, oh, you're fucking better off being on the dole. Get your mm. medical card. Is that what it is? It's so free. it's free then, it's is free. it? Right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, mm. you know, that's the gripe that a lot of people have is like people that are barely fucking getting by. Entitled this is not, not so annoying to just like because we're not yes we're in different countries but it doesn't feel like that when it's just over an invisible border exactly, so yeah. you're paying that much and then mm. you're seeing me pick up my prescription or whatever like that and it's nothing mm. and you're seeing me go to the doctor on the same day oh no sorry the, the mm. doctors now make the phone calls and you see them and unless it's the, mm. they feel that it's important that you see them they'll, they'll make the appointment but you know you you do eventually get spoken to throughout the day mm. by a doctor again that's free because it's the NHS um, I'll never discredit the NHS oh yeah, I, I yeah. Think yeah. Do a brilliant job and god forbid if that ever got removed from us it would just be i don't know i don't know how we would cope with that but um yeah so for the likes of you that's going to the doctors and stuff like that so you're ill but yeah you, you definitely you definitely do you, the, the burnout it's yeah, you're yeah. so put so much pressure on yourself that's been my entire life mm-hmm. <laughs> and you couldn't be very good at things anybody more opposite to you because <laughs> i just you don't give a fuck like <laughs> you're you're too far either way like, it's like, yeah, ignorance is bliss. Have you, I seen you need my, to worry about these things like my heart was going up on a ring and it was going to the point where i was like oh that ring can go in the bin like it's too much stress <laughs> like what doesn't know <laughs> what you don't know so Fuck's sake. so yeah. that's that's your royal not really royal, but yeah, it's, 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 I think anyone in Ireland would fucking go, yeah, relate to that. Yeah, like I said, yeah. it's, it's sixty fucking euros for two minutes. Ridiculous. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's it. What about you? Smile. I got a smile. I don't know. I'm here this weekend. Pick something. <laughs> that's, that's probably what I touched on earlier on. You checking me out in the video? Seriously, you're that narcissistic? No, it's not. <laughs> 
No. Narcissistic. Narcissistic. That song. Probably think the song, song is about, about you. Do you know who that song's about? Warren Beatty. That's who? Warren Beatty, the actor. I don't know who he is. Dick Tracy. I only know Dick Van Dyke. The only Dick I know. <laughs> is it? <laughs> I know a few dickheads. <laughs> uh, yeah, Warren Beatty. That's what that song is about. Yeah. Mm. Carly Simon. I think it was Carly Simon. Wasn't it? Oh, you got it. That's not about me. Yeah. Well, considering it was out before I was born. Probably oh, not. I think I'm already... I know, but there's no excuses. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go back and be fucking royal? I was checking you out because I was quiet. <laughs> but that, that was me smile. See, you fucking... You ruined it now. You ruined it. No. You smile. Yeah, no, it was just... I seen that. I was like... Just... That's not even the vanity part of it. Like, it's just... It's nice to see that that's, that that's how you see me, like. Of course, I see you like that. I'm always telling you like every day, whether it's by text or by face to face or what or phone call or whatever like that. I have never said anything different in terms of how I view you in terms mm. of, you know, like I've always said, like fancy the fans off you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why there's no chance of me not getting the right. <laughs> You're a dickhead. <laughs> you still fucking, you still give me the right. <laughs> Pure spite now. No, you would. You wouldn't. You wouldn't deprive yourself. <laughs> and she hasn't denied it. I'm in shock. That's my shock face. Is it? It is my shock face. <laughs> Do you love me? Yeah, I love you. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. <laughs> That's the thing I have to check with the doctor as well, hasn't it? <laughs> oh, you're pointing to me. Oh, fucking hell, I'm not right. I'm definitely not I'm right. going to kill you. I fucking know that. <laughs> In the fucking long run, you will be the cause of my demise. Oh, dear. Yeah. So, just to clarify, he is ill if anything happens tonight. Yeah. <laughs> hell, yeah. So, it's indirectly her. I'm not saying she's going to stab me or anything, but she will definitely fucking cause me due to stress Let's to take die. The ring off. Hit the ground. <laughs> it's not the fucking ring. The ring is going to warm me like, oh my God, your fucking heart rates through the roof. Like, it's like, I warned with this you. fucking idiot. I warned you last night. <laughs> bad is in your heart's racing. Yeah, and you know, that's how fucking bad it has to be for you to know. So. It was disturbing my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it was giving me the ache. <laughs> we'll get to the ache. We'll get to the ache. Yeah. Actually, you know what we'll do? We'll segue in. On our next episode, if you're not familiar with the ache, this is something that instantly puts you off someone. When you're with them. Or if you're not with them. You it's know. mostly when you're in a relationship. No, no, it's mostly like, you know, someone you're just talking on Tinder or something. And you have to fancy the person. And then you find out that they do something and you're like, oh, fucking no way. Like, yeah, but yeah. it's mostly, it's mostly the ick. No, I don't, I don't it's think when it's you the fancy ick. Someone, you, you put them on a pedestal, then you get the ick. Yeah, no, I disagree with that. You disagree. Yeah. I'm going to Google. Yeah. Google fuck a ick. So ick, let us know your icks. So give us, give us an example. What's, what's one of your icks? Oh, I've got a long list, but my, you know my one. Well, give, us, give us one of them. Just to give people an example so they can comment or send us in messages or email us to let us know. And we'll read them out then on the on the next one. Men and straws. Men and straws. <laughs> Something sexy about a man and a Capri son, <laughs> as you said before. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't like. It's yeah. like it could be the most like buff guy or whatever like that. And you could fancy the pants of them. As soon as they start sucking on that little straw, like a little nipple, that's me. <laughs> 
<laughs> done. That's me done. <laughs> just no. Just... So lads, if you're out and you're having a cocktail, don't suck out with a straw. Down yeah. it. <laughs> no, not down it, but and there's something worse than the straw, the worse yeah, it is. Yeah, like yeah. like when you have to <laughs> <laughs> It's just I don't know what it is, but it makes me feel sick. Okay. Leave it so. at that. Let's let's have that as a well, as God, a topic. Don't be a nick of yours. You, ha- you can't just do that. No, because this is only a side. This is only a foreplay. But I want to see what what one ink would, ink would be because I've got tons. Of, don't I don't worry. Know. I have to have to have a think about it. I've probably too fucking many. And you'll be able to pick one. Text speak. Text speak. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. That puts me off. That gives me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's almost teenagery. Yeah. It's yeah, it's not yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah. You know. So let us know your icks if you've got them. We'd love to hear them. We'll mm. read them out in the next check-in episode in, in two weeks' time. Uh, what time are we? Right. It's getting fucking late. Mm-hmm. We wrap this up. We hope this works. We've after getting two fucking errors on the recording. So we might be going again in the morning. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> this could be a 15-minute episode. Uh. So this fucking, I'll tell you one thing, this podcast is not good for my mental health. It no. fucking really is not like you loved it so much. Oh, uh, when everything is grand, like when everything is grand, guests turn up when they're turning up, everything is set up. Like this is grand. This if this is set up now, grand, mm. and we've got to set up. But we have to get it all set up. We fucking oh, we technical difficulties with Rob last week. We had fucking no internet when we were in Wales. Uh, it's just been for every week. You're like fuck me, like and stuff just not work. <laughs> just record and work. Please. <laughs> so, I'm tired. I about yeah. three hours sleep last night. So mm-hmm. we maybe need to wrap this up. That was that was our check-in episode. Next week we'll be back with a guest. Um, so we've had some good stuff in that. Mm. Men and women as friends. Uh, pretty girl problems. Mm. The business of psychotherapy. See, I'm always thinking. <laughs> as we're talking, I'm like, there it is, the business of psychotherapy. And mm. pretty girl problems. Mm. As a topic, maybe. What do you think? Mm. No. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's grand. Fuck me, like. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, That's what you get to write off. Grand. Go on, so. <laughs> I'll take <I'm> it. <laughs> so that was our check-in episode. Whatever fucking the title ends up being. I'll let you know tomorrow when I start editing it. Um, where can people get us in the meantime before our next episode comes out? I love winter eggs. I love winding yolks. I'll mix these around now deliberately because you told me I did this when I wasn't doing it deliberately. So now I'm like, okay. So you can't you... remember. You can't remember what you said at the start. I'm backwards. TikTok. <laughs> I don't remember after TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> what she's referring to is up in the fucking. I don't know which way I'm facing, so I don't know when when the social media stuff comes up. Yeah. The icons. It's only because you highlighted it to me because you went rad, yeah. and I was like, right. so you go really fast. And then you mix them, and then I'm like, oh, fuck's sake, I have to switch them around now on the, in the in the software. Okay, right. So mm. we've got TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Now you're going straight for the whole lot of them, right? You've got them four right. You're not getting any prompts. you got to get all the rest of the bits next right now. What do I get? Just, you get to be fucking great, like. At STMH. Podcast. <laughs> you fucking, you wobbled. You got it back. All right, go on. Go on, two for two. Uh, the email address is hello at stmhpodcast.com. You can find us at www.stmhpodcast.com. 
you can go onto YouTube and you can type in straight talk and mental health. Bish bash bosh. Well done, madam. Well done. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) That's the fucking first time you've got them all right. So give a like, give a comment, give a subscribe. What will also help us is if you could give a five star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. Whichever one the fucking you can comment. That'll help as well. If you give a five star review, that's really going to help us out. But as Asting said, check us out on YouTube. If you give a subscribe, that's really going to help us out. Drop a comment down below on any of the videos. Let us know what your thoughts. Let us know your icks for um a good X story. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to I'm and write in some X. Like add to them, like in the comments or something like that, or write into you. Did you just say that? Sorry, I zoned That's why I just been fucking talking about for the last ten minutes. I dreamed <laughs> Fuck my life. Thank you. Oh, I love you. Fuck me. Do you know what's an ick? People not fucking listening to you. That's an ick. <laughs> it's a little world. Sorry. This is what I put up with. It's any wonder if I go to the fucking doctor. I'm stressed out. <laughs> Let us know your icks again. <laughs> Fuck me, like. Am I your ick? You're my fucking. Ick. Oh, you're a fucking migraine. That's what you are. You're a walking migraine. That's my. I use that term. Don't steal my term. Don't be one. <laughs> Don't fucking be one. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know what to do, folks. Let us know your icks. Give a like. Give a comment. Give a share. Give a subscribe. Give a five star rating. All of that is going to help us out. But we might be back and fuck. I'll be back. I don't know if she'd be fucking back. Another fucking podcast co-host. <laughs> um, we'll be back in seven days. Same bad time. Same bad channel. But in the meantime, folks, look after yourselves. Try not to murder your partner. Nah. <laughs> I get it. I'm not saying I can do it. I get it. But I get it. <laughs> look after yourself, folks.